welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today, we'll be reviewing the films Transformers, Age of Extinction, Earth to Echo, and we'll be interviewing a special guest, Haley Poulos. And right now, I'm with Haley right now. How are you doing, Haley? I'm awesome. How are you? Fantastic. And I'd like to start with the show on behalf of everyone at Kids First. Happy 16th birthday coming up. Thank you. Very much. And what are you going to be doing? Is there anything special you're doing on your birthday? Um, on my actual birthday, I'm going to the DMV to take my driving test to hopefully get my license. So, that's exciting and nerve-wracking. And then on the 12th, I'm um, having a party with some friends. Fantastic. And it's Sweet 16, right? Yeah. Sweet 16. Well, actually, my niece just turned 16, 16 a few months ago, and it, that was a big quinceanera she had. It was fantastic. Really? Yeah, they were I mean, it's a, it's a really good party. I mean, sweet. 16 is a big part. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the first milestone. Yeah. Now, for those of you who don't know who Haley is, Haley is an actress for shows like General Hospital, Instant Mom. She's been in many commercials. I believe she did one on Yoke Play, I believe. Yeah. It was like, I like that commercial, by the way. It was a nice commercial. Oh, thank you. Go. So, let's get out, like, what started it all? What started the acting business for you? Um... I always knew that I wanted to do something different, but um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to model or sing or act, and so I started taking um, acting classes when I was eight back in Northern California, and I really liked it, so I met my agent and manager through classes, and then I moved up to L.A., and it all went from there. Fantastic. And I got into acting a little bit, and when I started Kids First, I got into reporting, but Acting's always going to be a big part of my life. It's just fun. Right. So, you started General Hospital in 2009, so that was like six years ago. How is it, and how fun is it to film with something that you've been doing for a long time? It's really fun. Like, I, I know everybody so well because I've grown up with them, and we're all like a family. It's It really is my home away from home. I love everybody on the set. Yeah, I I know a friend of mine who just absolutely loves General Hospital. He pretty much every time it's on, he watches it. And, yeah, he loves the show. But with something like a soap opera like this, whenever you gain, like, your character, I mean, each week you have to, your character evolves. Like, how has your character changed, or what do you do to change your character through when it gets older? Um, I feel like it's... It's not too difficult just because I'm also growing with my character. Yes. Um, she helps me learn a lot, and recently she's been going through a lot of hardships, and that's been a lot more difficult to portray, but it's, it's, it's good. It's um, a good challenge for me, and I'm really enjoying all of these storylines. It's always great to get challenged with your character, be able to do something different from what you're used to. Yeah, exactly. It's nice. That's also another milestone. So, there you go. 
follow your heart no matter what. If this is something that you really want to do, you will be able to do it. Spoke, spoken true. True words. Totally agree. Is it, what do you think like the hardest, but also with business this, what do you think is like the hardest part of acting? Because it's, it's not all lollipops and sugar sugar plums. No, it's not. Yeah. I think definitely the hardest part is um, having people say no to you so often. Like you go on so oh, many auditions oh. and there are going to be so many no's, but there will also be that one yes. And you'll get one yes out of a hundred no's. And you just have to wait for that one, and it, it will make everything worthwhile. Absolutely agree. But whenever you audition for something, especially when you audition, you get you get used to being told no. What if you get you know, said yes? There's also a, a a sense of accomplishment, but also a sense of feel like, oh my gosh, now I actually have to play this character I was trying to portray. Yeah, it, it can be scary, but. Um... I, I think you should try not to focus on that scary part and focus on your excitement because it's such a great feeling. It is. I totally agree with you, but how many times did you audition for General Hospital? Actually, I only auditioned once. I didn't even get a call back. They thought you was just perfect for the world, just like, that was, there she is. She walked in the door. It's her part. Basically, yeah. I always like the stories like that. And... Do you ever go back and watch episodes that were like in 2009 or 10? Like, do you ever like to go back and say, wow, did I get better? Yeah, actually. Um, sometimes I'll rewatch episodes uh, like on YouTube or something and I'll just see how much I've grown because I was so young when I first started and there were so many things that I still hadn't learned. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting to see the comparison. Learn along the way, especially with soap operas. Yeah, exactly. Whenever I did reviews, I remember my first review, I had this really high voice because I was so young. And then as I go, as I watch the rest of the videos, my voice just got lower and lower. My hair got shorter and longer. It's just fun to see the transition. Yeah. Was well, there anything else we can see, we can look forward to seeing you in? Is there any other projects you're working on? Um, mostly it's just Instant Mom and General Hospital right now. They're definitely keeping me busy. <laughs> well, TV shows can do that. They they work you hard. Yeah, that's but, for sure. And it's definitely oh. worth to see the payoff. Yes. Well, thank you very much, Haley, for talking to us about your career and how acting is for you. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure, and again, happy birthday. Hope you have a great party. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back to kids first coming attractions i'm your co-host brianna hope and i'm your co-host keeper blakesley and you're listening to the Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Haley Pulos about Nick's Instant Mom and General Hospital. And we are reviewing the films Earth to Echo and Transformers Age of Extinction. So right now we are speaking with Catherine and Madeline about Earth to Echo. Thank you for joining us today, Catherine and Madeline. How are you, Catherine? I'm good. And you, Madeline? Good. So I just wanted to get to know you guys because you this is your first time on the show and we're always we always are happy to get to know new people as you were just speaking about. So Catherine, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm nine years old. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um I'm going into fourth grade. I go to Good Shepherd Catholic Montessori School. And, and what are I'm oh, are you going? And what are your hobbies? Um, well, um, I like swimming, and I play too, softball. <laughs> I play softball, and I like singing. <gasps> Me too. I mean, I can't sing, but I love singing. <laughs> and Madeline, can you tell us about yourself? Because you are Catherine's twin. Yeah, I'm Madeline. I am nine. I am also going into fourth grade. 
and I yeah. And any hobbies that you love? I swim and I do soccer and I also love to sing. So you guys are like twins and then you also do kind of the same stuff. So you're always around each other. That's cool. I wish I had a twin because if I had a twin, her name would be Anna and we'd be the best of friends. <laughs> so, Matt, Madeline, how was your training in the program for Kids First? I loved it. Um, we, we just finished our training. But, yeah, it's been great. That's cool. And Matt, uh, not Matherin, <laughs> sorry, Catherine, what was your favorite part about training? Um, well, my favorite part when we got to go on our first um, our first assignment to see Earth to Echo. That was my oh. favorite. Wow, so Earth to Echo is your very first assignment. I remember my first one. And I look, I look back at it, I'm just like, wow, I've really grown. So when you get older, you're going to be like, wow, I got so much better. So, Catherine, what made you want to join Kids First? Well, um, I heard a couple other reviews before I started, and my mom said she knew Rani, and she said it would be a fun opportunity to try this. So, we did it. And what is your favorite part about Kids First? Because I have a lot of favorite parts. Um, I like making the videos and then giving them to Rani so she can um, put them on. So, yeah. Yeah, my favorite part is, like, writing it because I love writing. I love writing books and poems and stories and songs. Well, I do a little bit of songs, but then I'm just like, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> so, Madeline, when you joined Kids First, what was your first impression? Um, I didn't know what it was going to be like, um, but I just love it. And why do you love it so much? Um... I love to watch movies, and it's just been a really good experience. Ex experience. experience. <laughs> we all get tripped up on words sometimes. Catherine, when you and when you did the boot camp, when well, not when you did the boot camp, but since you are going to the boot camp, I will be I will be so happy to see you. And since you are new, it's it'll be great. So tell me a little about what you thought when you knew that each other was going to be in it. It's a confusing question, but when you knew that your twin was going to be in Kids First, how would you how did you feel, Catherine? Um I don't really care. Like it seemed normal for me because I share a lot of stuff. Like we do a lot of the same things and we've been in class together since we were like three to um this is the first year that we won't be in the same class. So I'm kind of used to it. Yeah, it's, it's new things, but you, I, it's, you always get to do it with your twin. I mean, not always, but it's good to have someone that you can go through tough times with and you can talk to, and it's great to just have that one person that you can do everything with. Yeah. You're listening to the Kids to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keeva Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're reviewing the films Earth to Echo and Transformers Age of Extinction. So right now let's continue speaking with Catherine and Madeline about Earth to Echo. We were just speaking about how it's great to do things with other people and that are always there for you and that are always great. <laughs> so you, your first assignment, both of your first, first assignment was Earth to Echo. So Madeline, can you please tell me about this film? Um, I loved it. It was 
It was full of adventure, and it was about, like, three boys who lived in the same neighborhood. And one day, funny pictures appeared on the phones. It turns out it was a map leading to a desert and a series of adventures. <laughs> when I see this trailer, I'm just like, wow, because it, it shows how advanced our technology is to, to be able to portray that and to be able to make it seem so real like it is. So I am looking forward to seeing this film so much. And Catherine, how about the actors? I mean, Tio Lithelm and Astro and Reese Hartwig. Um, they were actually really good for this movie. Um, I liked how, um, um, Reese Hartwig was, like, really good at being funny, like, like, playing his part. They were all just so good. Yeah, when actors do a great job, you just, I mean, you just know. You're just like, wow, they really, they really delivered that line really well. They really cried on cue, or they, you just know that they do a great job because you love seeing movies. It's just what you do. <laughs> yeah. Madeline, this film is about an hour and a half. Do you think this is a good length, or does it need to be shorter or longer? I think it's a good amount of time for this movie. And would you like to add or take away anything from this film? Um. Um, I don't, I didn't really think about that much, but no, I don't think, I think it was good the way it was, yeah. It's just a great film. <laughs> yeah. Catherine, who do you think would enjoy this film the most? I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about the people you know, but like, what people do you think would enjoy this film? Well, I think kids from like 8 to 15 would understand it the best. So I yeah, that's good to understand. <laughs> yeah, and those range of kids, I think they would enjoy it most because they would, like, get what was happening. And, like, I kind of didn't get it at the beginning because, like, I was confused on what was happening. But then um, they it all, like, came together and you, like, figured out what was happening. And I just, I just loved it that way, so. I'm glad you loved it. I'm glad you loved your first assignment. Madeline, how about the visuals and the cinematography? Because this film looks like it's like, wow, this is there and that's there. So how are the visuals? Um, it was good. I liked how they, uh, you saw the camera from Tuck's or Brian's perspective. Yeah, it's like different people's point of view. Yeah. Uh, Catherine, how many stars do you give this film? Because that is something that we love to do. We love to rate films. So how many stars do you give this film out of five? I give it a four and a half out of five star rating because it was like, it had great characters, awesome special effects, great message, you know, it was just like, good. Yeah. It was good. It was just great. <laughs> it was just, yeah. Yeah, I totally understand you. Catherine, what type of genre in this film is this film? <laughs> Um, it's sci-fi. Sci-fi, anything else? Um, no. <laughs> no, that's about it? <laughs> Madeline, if you could portray any one of the characters, whatever you choose, who would it be and why? Um, probably Emma. Ella Walstead. And why is that? 
I just loved her character, and it would just, like, be really fun to play that part. I'm glad you have a character, because sometimes when you, you watch films, you're just like, I would love to be all these characters, or it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm okay being myself. Well, Catherine and Madeline, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Earth to Echo. It was fun being here. Thank you. Yeah, I just know it'll always be a pleasure. It's in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keith Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we will be interviewing stars Haley Pulas and viewing the film Earth to Echo. Right now I'm with 
interviewing Raven and Jerry on this new Michael Bay film, Transformers Age of Extinction. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing very good. And you, Raven? I'm doing well. How about you? Fantastic. Now, Raven, would you please give us a synopsis of this film? Because it is quite a long film. Of course. So this is the fourth film in the uh, Michael Bay Transformers franchise. And pretty much it's been years since the uh, last film, which is Dark Side of the Moon, I'm pretty sure. Um, but pretty much it's been years since the Decepticons and the Autobots battled in Chicago, and everyone's calling it the War of Chicago. Um, and all of the humans are very alert for, like, any alien activity any form of, like, alien life. There's a lot of defenses, and everyone's very on edge. And pretty much there is a government branch called Cemetery Wind, which is, like, such a scary name, so obviously they're doing evil things. But pretty much they tell um, the humans that they're hunting Decepticons, but what they're really doing is they're hunting all Transformers, so they're killing Autobots, Decepticons, like, any Transformer they could get their hands on. And they're being helped by a Transformer um, assassin who is from the planet of Cybertron, but he's not a Decepticon or an Autobot. So pretty much what happens is there's this whole, like, sketchy stuff happening, and they're killing all the um, the Transformers. And Cade Yeager, who is played by um, Mark Wahlberg, he is a inventor, and him and his daughter live in Texas, and they find... Um, Optimus Prime, who has been run down, and they have no idea what it is, so they fix him up, find out he's a Transformer, Optimus tells them what's going on, and they decide that they are going to help the remaining Autobots um, save the world again for the billionth time. And this is why this movie is almost three hours long. <laughs> a, lot a lot of stuff happens. Well, since this is the fourth instrument of the film, a lot of actors, we have a lot of new actors. Raven, would you like to talk about the how the act is upgraded, pretty much. Um, yeah, of course. So, in the last film, as you guys know, if you've seen it, we lost Megan Fox, and um, the main character, played by Shia LaBeouf, got a new love interest, but in this film, pretty much all of the original characters are gone, other than um, the Transformers, that are obviously still the same. Um, but yeah, pretty much, there's a completely new focus, instead of it being, like, a guy and a girl relationship, like, romantic relationship that we've seen in the in the previous three films, we have Mark Wahlberg, who's a father, and then his um, daughter, Tessa, who is, you know, a teenager, and so there's that whole father-daughter bond, but then, of course, Tessa has a boyfriend, so that there's still that romance that Hollywood just demands to have. Yes. Um, but pretty much all of the characters are different. I think Mark Wahlberg does an incredible job in this film. I'm a huge fan of him as an actor. But me personally, it's so weird watching the movie without Shia LaBeouf in it. Because <laughs> I feel like he was like the staple of Transformers. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit weird, but it, they did a good job with it. Mm. And Jerry, what would you think about the special effects in this film, which is the highlight of it all? Oh, the special effects were fantastic. So the humans do something with the Transformers, I'm not going to spoil because it's pretty amazing. And I have to say, the special effects were so cool. Even though they're the bad guys, they look cooler than the Transformers, and they're transforming. <laughs> but the Transformers were hilarious, and they're hilarious, they're cool, they're uh, manly and pretty awesome. And they're just overall stupendous. And this film was the very first feature using IMAX 3D camera, which is a pretty big camera, 
And if you watch the film, there is some pretty hard scenes to do something for a huge camera. So they did very good with the special effects. I'm also a big fan of like, the TV show. It's fun to see this 2D animation to be huge CGI characters, so it's a big upgrade. Now, what yeah. would you think? Now, I have to bring this up. It's hilarious. Product placement. There is a oh lot of it here. Thank even, you for talking about that. It's when Mark Wahlberg drinks a Bud Light and it drove me crazy. Raven, since you, brought, since you really have a bone for this, talk about the product placement. It killed me so much. I was like, are you kidding me? Mark Wahlberg, excuse me, sir, you're going to stop in the middle of an alien war and take a sip of an, of an ice-cold Bud Light? Like, how great for them. But I think the product placement was ridiculous. Um, it was very smart, though, but it was so blatantly obvious. It was not, like, subliminal messaging at all. Like, all, so pretty much what happens in this film, and like Jerry said, we don't want to spoil it, but the humans start almost creating their own Transformers, but all of the cars that the Transformers transform into are Chevy, so you could obviously yeah. tell that Chevy was a huge sponsor. And also the new Chevy 2014 is a Bumblebee car, which I think yeah. is hilarious. Um, but so that was very obvious because there were tons of, like, the Chevy logos. Um, or not Chrysler, or not Chevy, Chrysler, sorry, my bad. Um, Chrysler car, excuse me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there was Chrysler logos everywhere. Um, Chrysler, Chevy, they both start with a CH. Give me a break. Anyway, and then, like, there was a huge Bud Light scene where, like, a Bud Light truck crashes and it was so dumb. And then there's, like, a huge slow motion, like, crash where one of the Transformers slow motion crashes into a giant Victoria's Secret poster. Yeah, that's it. And it was like, really? Come on, man. Like, okay. They paid a lot of money to have that put in there. For them. It just cracks me up, and I'm glad I wasn't the only one that saw that. <clears throat> yeah. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we're talking about the films Earth, The Echo, Transformers, Age of Extinction, and interviewing a special star, Haley Pullas. And right now I was talking with Raven and Jerry about the product placement, Victoria's Secret, Bud Light, many different car brands, and it just made us angry, but still we love the film. So, Jerry, would you like to talk about the designs of the robots? Because the designs of them look amazing. Oh yeah, definitely. No, um, the, one of the first things we've ever saw, and we barely ever see this in Transformers, but... So Ultimus Prime, um, when he transformed, he was a pretty beat-up, no-paint pickup truck. Yeah. So on the road, he literally tra transforms his design into the new uh, classic Transformer, uh, Ultimus Prime. We've never seen a Transformer converted to a car new car before. So that was pretty cool. But the designs are so awesome. And there's a couple characters that come back up from the last three movies and yes. they make it look same but different, which was pretty cool. And I have to say, the new Transformer, the uh, freelancer that Raven was talking about, he looks interesting because you can see he has quite more gadgets than Ultimus Prime. But he's not as big, he's not as bulky. He's more of a swiftness strategy type of guy. And the only Chevrolet I probably, or, oh, sorry, not Chevrolet, but the only, the only one of those I didn't see was actually his car, which was a Lamborghini. <laughs> well, and also we have giant dinosaur robots you can get with your, 
you can get a Toys R Us just for $19.95. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> product placement. Product placement, product placement. But enough, I'm bashing the film. It's your guys' review. So, what did you think about, since I keep saying that this film was long, Jay, what did you think about the length of the film? You know, I can understand they wanted to make it long because of how impressive everything was. It was kind of like with another movie, Gravity, how impressive you just wanted it to be longer. So they thought, oh, let's make it longer. Well, it was a bit too long. Because after the second hour, you pretty much already knew the ending. She has a kid with because, you know, it's Hollywood, but... <laughs> Do they really have to make another hour about the exact same war going on for the entire hour? We already knew what was going to happen. Yeah, Jerry, my dad, and we were talking about the film afterwards, and he was like, that one part when they're fighting in the city, and I'm like, you mean the entire movie? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my mom was able to go to the restroom and come back not missing a thing. Right. But the thing is... For a word from Alfred Hitchcock, he says the length of a film should be directly related to the endurance of a human bladder. So, <laughs> I totally agree with you there. Awesome. Now, how many stars would you give this, Raven? Um, I'm between 3.5 and 4, because, I mean, uh, I'll say 4 because visual, well, talking about the visuals, I'd say 5 out of 5 stars, because visually it was incredible, but in my opinion, this film was just entertaining. Like, I was entertained for the time being. It definitely kept me engaged, kept me on the edge of my seat. But, like, I think that they should stop making Transformer movies. And the way this ended, you could tell that they're going to make a fifth film. And I think they should have stopped at three, in my opinion. Like, at this point, it's just, like, redundant. Um, yes. Which is why I give it, like, 3.5 stars. But honestly, like, they're going to keep beating this dead horse until it stops spitting out money, in my opinion. So... Not one film, three more films. It's going to be another trilogy. Oh, God, no. Yep. No! Anywho, anywho and Joey, how, uh, what would you recommend the age range for this film? No, good the age range, because it was Transformers, and you really don't see a lot of goriness in Transformers. There is a side Transformers you did see, which is pretty violent. And there is a couple violent things other people do. So a good age range would probably be 7 to 18. And honestly, eight to eighteen if the kid is fragile, because there's some pretty <laughs> sad scenes in this film, especially if you're a big Transformers fan. I, I cried when that you died. Anyway, yeah, my so. brother freaked out. He looked at <laughs> too. It was, and he's been talking about it like every day since we saw the movie. He was damaged. Yeah, I keep. I still remember when they zoom up on him, and I'm like, no, Ratchet, why, no. Anyway, thank you so much, Jerry and Megan, for talking about Transformers with me. Of course. And we're probably going to be talking about more. Help us. Anyway, so thank you very much. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking with Raven and Jerry about Transformers Age of Extinction. We are reviewing the film Earth to Echo. So right now we're speaking with Kendall and Kayla about Earth to Echo. Thank you for joining us today, Kendall and Kayla. How are you, Kendall? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. And Kayla? I'm doing wonderful. I am glad everyone's doing well. Kendall, can you please tell me about the storyline of Earth to Echo? Okay, so Earth to Echo is about a group of friends, Tuck, Alex, Munch, and Emma, who are forced to move because of a big construction freeway near their house. But before they start moving, their cell phones start to act up, and then they're getting this map, that the picture that sort of looks like a map. And so they decide to follow it, and it leads them to an alien, which is Echo. And they find out that he's trying to get back home, but he, but he can't. So it's up to Tuck, Munch, Alex, and Emma to help him get back home. Wow, this sounds like, at first, it sounds like a really, like, confusing. But when, I feel like it'll be one of those films when you watch it, you'll be like, oh... That makes so yeah. much more sense because we, as everyone, well, not as everyone, but if you were here early in the show, we just interviewed um, 
uh, two other people, which I can't remember their names. Um, actually, Catherine and Madeline, just shout out. We were just speaking about Earth to Echo, and they said it was a great film, and the visuals were amazing, and cinematography. So since we are on visuals and cinematography, Kendall, how do you think that was? I think it was awesome, because when, like, it was more than how I expected it to be by watching all the commercials. And so when I was sitting in the movie theaters, I was like, wow, this cinematography was very outstanding, and I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I, I know that I will, too. I'll be like, yes, this is amazing. Kendall and Kayla, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Kayla, Earth to Echo is written by Henry Gaydon and Andrew Payne. How do you think they're doing with this storyline? Can you follow it, or was it confusing? I thought the storyline was good, actually, because I was able to follow it, because I think people around our age are able to follow it, but I think younger kids would kind of struggle with the plot, because it, it, it seems sort of confusing, but you if you just paid attention, you were able to keep up. But if you like get sidetracked or something, and you miss the whole beginning, you won't understand what, what else is going on and how the characters really feel. I do understand that. And and you're eight, you're 12, right? Yes. Okay. I do understand where you're coming with that because, um, like, not children, but, I mean, because I'm a child, but, <laughs> like, little people, I'm going to say that because that's what I <laughs> usually say. Well, toddlers or a little bit older than toddlers, like, maybe six to eight maybe and younger, I do understand why they wouldn't under. Like, they wouldn't catch it because their time, their attention spans are a lot shorter than ours. So I do understand, well, where you come from that. Kendall, what did you most like about this film? Um, I really liked, like, my favorite scene? Yes. Okay, like, my favorite scene was when um, they were trying to help Echo um, find a spaceship and all the compartments to it, and what was so cool was how at the end, not really at the end, but like towards middle, where all the mini parts from the spaceship was coming out from the ground and forming into the air, and so it was so cool to see how, how all these little pieces that didn't destroy anything and they were just coming through the ground and just formed a giant spaceship in the air like it was about to take off. And it, it, it didn't destroy any trees or bushes because after it was all done, it looked like the normal neighborhood that just happened right before the spaceship formed, which I thought was so cool. Yeah, it's like they come out of the ground. It's like they, they kind of have this ground gravitational pull towards each other, but it doesn't bother anything, so when they do yeah. lift off or they go fly, it's like, what just happened? So I, it's like, no one saw. No one saw that spaceship. You're just imagining yeah. it. <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. 
And I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we're reviewing the film Earth to Echo. So let's continue speaking with Kendall and Caleb, the twins, about Earth to Echo. And we were just speaking about um, her favorite scene, about how the spaceship kind of forms on its own, about gravitation, gravitational pull, and it doesn't disturb anything, and it doesn't, it doesn't bother anything. So it's really ground-friendly, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so, Kayla, who is your favorite character? My favorite character has to be Munch because he brings a lot of humor to this film. And there's, this is actually my favorite scene. So it's the in the beginning when they the boys discover Echo, and at first they think he's a beeping machine. But so every time he beeps, Munch starts running off, running for his life like a crazy person. So I'm just like dying laughing in my seat when every time he starts acting crazy. Yeah, because it's like, it's a bomb. I know it's a bomb. It's it's going to blow up, and we're all going to die. Yeah, <laughs> so I, that's exactly what he thought. Yeah, I would think that, too. I'd be like, okay, well, why did it just beep? <laughs> I'm going to back away now. <laughs> Kendall, are the, how are the emotions in all the characters? Because I feel like this is a very, not an emotional film, but it definitely has, it definitely strains on some of your emotions. I thought the emotions were, were great. Because, like you said, there wasn't, like, this movie isn't really, like, an emotional movie, like, to see everyone crying. But it was, because there was just this one scene where it was very emotional. And, and um, I just thought that each character nailed it. And because, like, Alex was very mad at uh, um, Tuck because they've gotten in trouble. And, um... And I think they just, they really connected, and, like, I just, I just thought it would <laughs> I understand. Yeah. It's that silence. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kayla, is there anything that parents need to look out for when taking their kids to see this film? Yes. When I was at the beginning, when when the boys go into this barn, then, like, at first, Echo, he's in this weird-looking oval thing that's, like, made of, like, dirt and stuff. And so that part, like, it's like he's trying to get out of it. So it kept exploding everywhere, and it, it was so cool and scary at the same time. So like, I was, like, jumping in my seat as as well because I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah, so it's like you're sharing the feelings and emotions with the characters even though you're not there. Yeah. So it's like being there, but it's like, ha, I don't get to get hurt, and I'm not really there. So, ha, ha, yeah. I'm okay. Hi. Oh. Yeah. Kendall, what is your favorite thing about Echo? I'm not, not meaning the film, but the actual little Echo. Um... I think he, he was very cute, though. He, he, he reminded me of, like, a little baby in someone's hands. And I thought that the way how he was beeping to communicate, like, one beep was for yes and two beeps were for no. And I just really liked that because sometimes robots can't communicate, but then, like, how... They made him be able to communicate by beeping, which I thought was very interesting and different 
Yeah. From all, like, like if Rogue Ones were actually talking, he wasn't actually talking, he was beeping. So I thought that was very cool and a different touch, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, it's like a different kind of communication. Um, when I see cute robots, and I love cute robots because they're amazing, it reminds me of E.T., which wasn't really a robot, but he was still an alien, so that was pretty close. <laughs> so, Kayla and Kendall, Kayla first, how many stars do you give this film? I give this film, I if I could, I would give it a 6 out of 5, but I give it 5 out of 5 stars because it was just fantastic. I, I did not expect it to be that great. I'm glad. And Kendall? I give it a four out of five stars because it was very interesting and different from most of the movies that I watched, and I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you both enjoyed the film very much. Well, that's all the time we have for today, very, very sadly. Kendall and Kayla, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Earth to Echo. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. It's always a pleasure speaking to you girls. It's in theaters now, so please check it out. And please look our reviews on Huffington Post or in the teen section, and our blog is called Kids First. Thanks so much for joining with us today. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases, and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
to become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year, or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers.